welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, uh, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? I have a very important update about my leg. As all of you know, I'm sure you're worried, a very bad uh, uh, bit of poison ivy going on that was slowly spreading up my thigh towards my groin, very uh, concerning. I got about halfway up, and I decided I was going to do something about it. So, You cut uh, the leg off. Uh, no, it was touch and go there for a while. I was considering <laughs> amputation, but unfortunately, Calmine Lotion has saved it. Um, today's probably the last day I'll have to use it, but, uh, yeah. That was my favorite leg, too, so if I lost that one, that was going to be <laughs> definitely a Extra big pissed. loss. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also joining us this week is uh, Jules. Jules, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me on. Love being on with you guys. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you picked a good week to come on. Yes, I sure did. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> the, the, these debates. Uh, Wild. A- aged me about 10 years, I think, in the last, <laughs> in the last you know, 18 hours <laughs> between when I watched the first and the second one. Um, but so, yeah, let's let's just get into it, because I think the whole episode more or less is going to be focused on the debates, obviously. A couple other things happened in terms of like policies people release, but we'll get into that throughout the course of our debate talk because that's obviously going to come up when we talk about certain candidates. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, well, so first let's start. What was your kind of experience? Did you guys both watch the debates live? And uh, how many? I did. Yes. How many drinks did you did you consume during two the bottles of wine? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a three hour debate for each one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Seriously, like it was like two plus hours each one. If you don't include like the fucking CNN bullshit before and yeah. after. Oh, I I watched both of them. Yeah, and I probably consumed. You know, you could fit like maybe three shots and two beers into a span of time uh, reasonably. So I'm sure I was you know fairly you know somewhat buzzed by the end of both of them. But <laughs> uh, yeah, just oh god, CNN, Jake Tapper. Every time I forget how much I hate him and that I have to watch him talk and just every fucking question is designed to undermine Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah. then like everybody else that has a terrible foreign policy record never gets asked about foreign policy whatsoever. So, I, yeah. So and we'll get into each individual candidate and kind of the sparring they did. But, um, you know, what? Steve fucking Bullock. How the fuck did Steve Bullock get on stage? <laughs> I refuse to believe that that fucking guy is... I know for a fact he's not polling above 0%, and I refuse to believe that he has 65,000 donors. Like, Nobody if, even if knows you, who he is. <laughs> yeah, if you showed me a picture of him and Bullock and Bennett, you put them next to each other, I would not be able to tell you which one is which. Yeah. Nope. They, they're Bullock, Bennett, all. Tim Ryan... Hickenloop. Well, Hickenlooper's gray, but the, other than that, I mean, for the most yeah. part, you, they're all just one amalgamation well, I, of like. I, a, I recognize Tim Ryan because every time somebody contradicts, him, oh yeah, no, the, the fucking deer in headlights looking, he's, he's tiny little bird mouth, like you know, puckers the fucking, inward. The hello darkness, my old friend, starts blaring in his head, and he's got the fucking thousand <laughs> yards there. Um, it's like the, like but, the Homer Simpson backing into the into the, the hedgerow <laughs> behind him, you know, blank yeah. expression, like just back away, just back away. Did, so now I uh, I didn't watch either debate live. I watched them both like I was out, you know, for both uh, both nights, basically. So I caught up with them the day after, you know, like during the day. I watched it in chunks so, it, so as to not, you know, raise my blood pressure too high at one time. But uh, I so I didn't catch it the first time because I was just watching like like kind of illegal YouTube rips of it. But the second debate, 
I and I assume they did this for the first debate. Did you catch the little like pre-debate uh, mandatory like Patreon uh, patriotic like uh, you know insanity oh that, my that God. they had? It was so crazy. I was oh, watching. Little... And my husband walked in. And he's like, "What the fuck even is this?" <laughs> I mean, they literally, so first of all, of course, they had this massive, they had a bunch of flags, they had the flag on the screen, they had someone singing the national fucking anthem, the racist-ass national anthem, but they got a black woman to sing it, so it's okay yeah. that that we're singing a song about putting slaves in their graves, um, but... So they did that, you know, they did like a whole like presenting of the colors. Like, I'm like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Like, what? Yeah. They had, they had a, some old guy with like an old World War II rifle, like marching down the aisle of the uh, Fox Theater in Detroit there. And I was just like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? Like, what what is this for? Who is this for? Because uh, like, It's for the Republicans that are never going to vote for them because that, they're communists. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, nobody will ever fucking vote. Like, the right wingers are never going to vote for them. And this just turns off like the left-wing portion of your base who's like hey maybe we shouldn't all be forced to stand for the fucking anthem and you know like it, you know it's just yeah it was really yeah, fucking the worship tone deaf. is really gross yeah i actually thought to myself why are they politicizing the political debate with all this fucking <laughs> <flag> <laughs> <shit>? <laughs> uh, that's what they always say about about sporting events well, why is why is uh you know kaepernick politicizing sports it's like they literally you got the military there <laughs> do doing like the fucking, fucking flag flyovers. song <laughs> yeah like you 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 don't want to politicize the fucking football game and get the goddamn flag out of there in the first place yeah right. yeah for real um yeah and so and then <laughs> right before that uh they had the uh the all-time greatest hype man for a uh, democratic debate i don't know if you caught tom perez's little hype the crowd oh up god. moment <laughs> oh, oh my god that. he's He's, he's so, so bad. He's just so fucking unbelievably cringe and goofy. Oh like, my I, god, so silly. I'm just embarrassed for him. I actually have the audio of some of it if you want to hear it. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, let's yeah, yeah. It's only like thirty Perez. seconds. Yeah, TPP let's... Perez. Oh, oh, we'll talk about the TPP also. <laughs> and his lap dog in Kentucky, McDon- Mc- McConnell, old McConnell, had a farm. E i e i o. And on that farm, he kept all those bills that passed the house. E-I-E-I-O. What? I told you before, I worked on the back of a trash truck. So I know garbage when I see it. And folks, this administration is a dumpster fire. It is a dumpster so I, so I assume that everyone, I, I assume a prerequisite for being allowed into the debate is that you've never actually witnessed stand-up comedy before. That's the only <laughs> explanation for why anyone would laugh at his god-awful fucking quote-unquote humor before the fucking debate it's like, like all party insiders and shit though i mean these mostly, are like yeah. lame people you know whatever they well, we got a few they, they're humorless too, drones anyway that was nice yeah yeah um yeah i the the little protest like the first time it happened i couldn't tell what they were saying and the second time i thought they were shouting at biden uh saying something about him groping women um but actually it was so, about deportations uh yeah. Well, so there were there were a couple. The first one was actually Fire Pantaleano, who's or Pantaleo, whatever the fuck yeah. is the, some Pantaleo. some guinea name to, that the uh, the cop that uh, choked Eric Gardner to death, who's still on the force, and that you know that that case just got uh, passed by without any kind of charges being brought. So you know, people rightfully right. were like, "Hey, Bill De Blasio, you're the fucking mayor. Maybe you should do something about this. You claim to actually give a shit about." Um, 
And, you know, he he had a strong debate night, but again, it's like, it's all fucking words with him. He doesn't actually enact any of the shit that he says he's going to... No, he's there just to attack people, honestly. I don't think that, like, he's running seriously, and I don't know, like, who put him up to it. They're just trying to, like, steal votes oh, from Bernie uh, in New York. He, he, he said <laughs> yeah, all these probably. great progressive things when he was running for mayor and then did none of them, right? Yeah, so, yeah it took like, millions of we, dollars we've, from we've developers. His, Exactly. Like we know, yeah. <laughs> we know he, he's just another, you know, someone yeah. like Warren Can't, who talks the talk and doesn't walk the walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was one of the biggest cheerleaders of the Amazon deal too, along with fucking Cuomo. So it's like you know yeah. we know who he is at heart, but but it's at least good to have a voice like that, even if it's disingenuous up on stage, pushing back against the fucking Bidens and the Buttigiegs of the world. Um, but so yeah, but yeah, that's that's what the first protest. Was is a bunch of people were screaming fire Pantaleo, whatever the fuck his name yeah, is. Yeah, he's not important enough for yeah. us to remember his name. Fire the fucking chud that yeah. you know, works among the other chuds in the NYPD. <laughs> um, and the second one was, yeah, someone was screaming three million deportations, which was how many uh, deportations happened under the Obama administration. The record yeah, of deportations. Yeah, that one, I, I swear that I heard. That was really clear. It was very women, clear. I thought they were yelling, we don't give you permission at Joe Biden, like referring to him groping that women, happened like grabbing also. them. That happened also. I thought that Someone that yelled was, that too. Did they? Maybe we heard two different things then. Um, but yeah, well, when, they, I, when I when I read three million deportations, I'm like, oh, that's. I thought they said we don't give you permission, not three million deportations. Whatever. Anyway, it's still there's so many terrible things about Joe Biden. You could yell anything <laughs> at him. Yeah. yeah. Which, which thing? Which <laughs> which awful Biden? Yeah. And and. <laughs> Luckily, not too many protesters had to yell at Biden because every Democrat on the stage was fucking <laughs> taking a chunk out of Biden, which I really enjoyed. Like, you know, as horrible as almost yeah. all of them are, it's like still very enjoyable to see them attack uh, him on the shit that we attack him on. Like, you know, they don't give a fuck about it, but it's great to just see them use our attack lines. It's like, you know, all of our fucking harping away on Twitter is actually doing something if not if if only that it's putting this shit in public consciousness so that it can be used later like by you know shitty avatars to take down biden that's you know um and it gets to them too i mean the the people who coached them for debates and decide you know well what are you going to hit them on uh they're on twitter they're very online right so when they're like oh twitter's not real like yeah it is Yes, yeah, it's totally fucked. <laughs> we know, sure. I mean, we know you're like, you know, making all your your troll farms and sock puppet accounts and and astroturf bot armies. Like, it's for a reason. You know, it may not actually right. change anything, but they think it does. Or they twenty percent of the country has a Twitter account. I mean, give me a fucking break that it's not. Yeah, like that's not a good sampling size of America. Like, and I know not everyone who has an account tweets all the time, but still, it's like. You it's know. a way better sampling size than calling, you know, boomers yeah. with fucking landlines. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry to interrupt her in Murder, She Wrote, but uh, we have a very important question. Uh, would you vote for a candidate that wants to take away your private health care? Uh, leave you cold and homeless out in the woods where there's wolves? Yeah, I didn't think you wanted to vote for Bernie Sanders either. So have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> well, so speaking of Bernie Sanders, and I wanna, what I want to do is I think what we did last time, it, it's kind of an easy way to just remember for us to trigger memory of, of the, the atrocity that we witnessed uh, is we'll go through kind of each candidate and talk about their performance. But uh, speaking of Bernie Sanders, uh, I, I want to play an audio clip of Bernie from last night, because if you didn't see these debates, uh, you missed you missed a murder on live television. So it's not something you get to see very often. But uh, <laughs> here, here's Bernie from the debate when he was talking about uh, essentially, somebody was asking him why his bill would be better for union members than the current health care that they have, or be- and better for seniors. 
Second of all, you don't know that, second Bernie. of all, we'll come to you in a second, I do know and I wrote the damn bill. Second of all, all, many of our union brothers and sisters, nobody more pro-union than me up here, are now paying high deductibles and co-payments. And when we do Medicare for all, instead of having the company putting money into health care, they can get decent wage increases, which they're not getting today. So, yeah, he um, basically... uh, Tim Ryan, like he was saying that like it would be more comprehensive than, than the current Medicare. And Tim Ryan's like, you don't know that. How can you know that, Bernie? To which right, Bernie no, replied, uh, <laughs> I do know it because I wrote the fucking bill. Like I wrote right. the, you know, it's like, he what, is, know what, what a stupid, yeah, what a stupid statement well, from Tim Ryan. Bernie made a good point there um, that he expounded on uh, after the, the debate with Anderson Cooper. Uh, yeah. And I wish he had more time. But like, yeah, this 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 idea that you like, you're, they're all going to lose their uh, hard fought for insurance. Like, yeah, you got to get something way better. You're not going to have copays, you're not going to have deductibles, you're not going to have premiums. And then also, when you're going back to negotiate, you don't have to even worry about putting that on the table. You don't have to sacrifice higher wages for your health care plan. That's no longer a thing you have to bargain for anymore. Right. It's guaranteed for everybody, whether you're union or not union. Right? Yeah, you know, it's. I was going to say, you know, it's awesome uh, if you're a union member and you have great union health care. Uh, your company's already paying, say, you know, five hundred dollars a month for your health care. You know what you do next union negotiation once Medicare for all passes? You say, hey, that five hundred dollars that you were already spending, pass that along to me in my fucking paycheck plus you know whatever our next negotiated raises. Like yeah. that's what you fucking do. Exactly. Like, yeah. And I guarantee rank and file know that it's it's yeah, these fucking douchebags that want to pretend like they speak on behalf of, of union laborers that are saying, oh, well they don't want to lose all that. You know, no, they they they're not dumb. Right. They're like, okay, well, now we have uh, this is a gift. (laughs) This is a gift to us. Right. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, that that should be definitely be a a stronger talking point so that, uh, you know, the chuds are trying to say that, oh, Bernie's uh, Medicare for all plan is anti-union. They can go fucking jump off a bridge. Yeah. So and you also mentioned, like, you know, you wish Bernie had more time. I, I fucking hate. I, and I said this last time. I hate this fucking format. It's stupid. They they're like slavishly uh, sticking to this this like really you know arbitrary like thirty seconds per response. It's like nobody has a fucking has any like time to either build up steam and or to hang themselves. Like it's just it's a really poor way to determine how somebody feels about a subject where they have to like speed speak like their policy and then like not finish their answer before right. fucking Jake Tapper right. or, or you know and Dana so fucking Bash is like oh they have to, that's enough they have to rely on getting zingers to get any kind of audience yeah. reaction it's it's know? fucking WWE it's like it's just so mindless it's like you know, and Corey, I said Cory Booker's fucking zinger, which is the worst, though. Oh, the Kool Aid, the, oh the Kool Aid line. Oh, oh my god, god. I oh remember it was so I've, stupid. I've, I posted on Twitter that uh, T Bone made an appearance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like people yeah. that actually know Cory Booker, like we've never said that before. There's no one in our community that says that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Well, so um, yeah, let's just go through each individual candidate because. Uh, I, I th- I, I'm sure we're gonna have something to say about all of them. Uh, Marion Williamson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say anything too crazy, although I think at one point she did talk about like the dark psychic energy Trump is unleashing. Yeah. Oh yeah, she said America- psychic, psychic forces. 
right? And then it's funny because when she talks about psychic forces and then other people talk about like market forces, I'm like, I just want to combine <laughs> the two. It's psychic market forces. Dark psychic market forces, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I do, I like, I vaguely remember her having some decent moments though where she was kind of like, oh, she, no, you know, she had the one good comment where it was like, uh, you know, I've never heard Democrats so afraid to actually use the powers of government to improve people's lives because that's like the entire fucking night was them talking about, um, you know, like all the shit that they couldn't do. You had fucking John Delaney, John right. Hickenlooper, you know, just constantly like their entire campaign is like, I'm going to do literally nothing and <laughs> I'm super pragmatic. And why won't you just vote for me? I can't I'm believe be I'm pulling it. That's not Trump. Yeah, it, it's just it's just unreal. Um but she had a, yeah, she had a whatever. Okay, She's night. very good on, um, you know, talking about um, imperialism, like when she's speaking about it, and reparations. She's yeah. really, really great on that. But she's a quack with pretty much everything else. <laughs> yeah, she's not for Medicare for all. So it's like you're sitting there talking about these bold ideas and like all this other stuff, and you're not for, you know, a single payer system. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, yeah it, exactly. It makes no sense to understand what the problem is and not support the obvious solutions to those things. And not be corrupt. So, and, and, like, she's not taking money from those companies, right. so there's no excuse for her to not just fucking do You know, it's like, it's a... Right. It's just that, like, she doesn't know enough about it or she's not... Whatever. Like, who knows? But... Um, so, yeah. But no, I'll always... I always kind of have a soft spot for her because of how just thoroughly she dunked on Dave Rubin when he had her on her show. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. But uh, just, that, I yeah. mean, just her affectation <laughs> alone, I find so amusing because you never know if she's going to like switch from like a southern accent <laughs> to like a like vaguely British accent, and it's so kind of like like so bizarre. <laughs> I just, like I would love to just like forties like her, Hollywood starlet to, accent. Yeah, to just like listen to her read to children, you know, with like that like some you know goes from like a southern belle to like a transatlantic accent, and you just you never know what direction she's going to go in for any reason, <laughs> and and then just you know you're all, you're along for the ride, so. It's fun. Yeah. So that's Marianne. Uh, <laughs> Tim Ryan. <laughs> oh, man. Just just, just absolutely loves getting cucked at every possible opportunity. I, I think that's the only reason he shows up to these debates. It's got to be his thing. Like, right? that he just loves, like, saying really dumb, nonsensical things and being absolutely, like, murdered on stage by the progressive Seriously. candidates. Yeah. So that, he, he's got, like, likes to get ball gagged and whipped by a woman, you know, <laughs> like, sure. all over him. <laughs> For sure. Oh man, but yeah. Other than that, he was completely fucking useless and didn't say anything of, of, of <laughs> remote interest. Does. You know, as as per you know, eighty percent of the rest of the candidates. Uh, yeah. So you know, a, another candidate in that vein, Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> oh my god, who just you know. <laughs> I don't they even can, remember uh, her saying. Re- I mean, she like, likes hurting people, and he clearly likes being abused. So they I know. should really <laughs> match made in heaven. <laughs> right? <laughs> they should get together. <laughs> they didn't stick them next to each other at the debate, so you know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, uh, yeah. Did she? I don't think she like had any particular moments at the debate. Like I, I don't remember her like doing anything. Like I barely remember her speaking. So. Yeah, she didn't. She basically really... also said, like, these are the things that we can't do, yeah. but I have a plan that's going to be blah, 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 blah. And it's just noise. I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just, just noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I think she was one of the many who 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 pulled out all these like bullshit, you know, right wing fucking talking points. Which I'm super glad that Bernie and uh, Warren and I think even Williamson like brought up that they're using fucking right wing talking points to yeah. make their arguments. Oh, De Blasio um, too. He, he no, De Blasio that too. At, he at was, Biden he was a bunch of times saying, "Why are you making right wing arguments against things that should be our our party's platform?" Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Inslee too, I think even said so. Like, uh, but. Yeah, so she she basically yeah had nothing to offer whatsoever, as per usual. <laughs> I'm sure she viciously beat her staff after. <laughs> They're probably after showing up to like every single debate wearing like more body armor and helmets and shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> somebody also said a, a photo of her backstage, like in, in debate prep, uh, like 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 hanging out with her staff you know, sitting on the couch or whatever. And like the staff all look really uncomfortable, but there was also like three uneaten pizza crusts on her plate. So she's also this, the one of those fucking weirdos who doesn't eat her pizza crust, which uh. I just, as a New Yorker cannot fucking abide at all. <laughs> like, what is yeah, I gotta, I gotta have something to dip it in. I can't just eat the crust by itself. I gotta oh, have like I a little, <laughs> little thing of sauce or something to dip the crust you in. Fucking and I'm all, Midwesterners. I'm no, Hey, I you just, the crust by itself. is just too, you know, I mean, not if you go to the right place. If you go to the right place, like you know, you get that nice like garlicky crust. Yes. that it's just oh, sure, sure. Well, amazing. I mean, be that as it may, a lot knows? of times, uh, oh, yeah, the, well, the, all the garlic stuffs just soaked in butter <laughs> anyway. So it doesn't work for me being a vegan, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, usually anywhere you go, you're like, hey, give me a little cup of sauce. I don't want to fucking dip my crust. So, um so we had uh yeah uh pete Buttigieg next who's just another you know soul suck just had nothing to offer whatsoever another I, cop yeah another cop another you know uh oh the one the, the one thing i do remember from his performance was that he, he he made mention of like well you know the same weapons that i carried with me in afghanistan oh that, that do not belong line, you know i swear that, that, to god they don't realize what that that how how atrocious and and fucking psychotic that sounds. Like, hey, it's totally cool for me to use these weapons to kill brown people, that but they don't belong on our streets with our nice white children. Like, what right? The fuck. It, it, it's just the you know, and and the people that say, oh, the Iraq War was bad because you know five thousand American troops died. Like, no, they went there on their own. They were the fucking stormtroopers that invaded there. The the tragedy, the victims were the, you know, half a million to a million people that we killed when we went there. with those civilians. Bombs. Correct. Right. So Tulsi it, makes that argument, too, and it's really gross. She's like, oh, my brothers and sisters. And I'm like, eh. Like, that can't she, be she the leans. reason why you're against war. It cannot be the reason. Right. And and yeah. I don't, I mean, I, I know she wants to cite her record, you know, in the military or whatever, uh, and, and be against imperialism. But it's like, you, if you went and met with Assad and you're taking heat over that, clearly you did that because you cared about the people of Syria, right? So why yeah. can't you talk about the, the, the victims the of humanity of the in, yeah. in Iraq? Yeah, I, I wonder, I, I would actually be really curious to hear her talk about that at length because I'm curious, like, how much of her her uh, military training is still ingrained in her? The dehumanization of your enemy type shit that they do, you know. Don't yeah. like there. Yeah, I, I wonder about like the Afghani's and like the the Taliban and things like like. I'm curious about her views on that because I don't think I've ever heard her talk about that. But um, but yeah, so Buttigieg sucks. He uh, <laughs> again had nothing to offer. He just I I fucking hate the way he talks. He's such a fucking West Wing. Poly- like there's just nothing remotely real about him. Everything he says is rehearsed and you know focus grouped. It's like, 
I, you know, I, just imagine yep. him like rolling his sleeves up and then rolling them back down and then rolling them back up again. Just like that's <laughs> all he knows how to do is roll up his sleeves and he's just like, I'm gonna roll the sleeves up again. You know, and he's like, what, like five, he's tiny. He's a little, like five foot four or something like that too, right? Yeah, he's a little guy. Um, yeah. Which which is a, a, a immediate, dis- I know it's stupid and like superficial, but that's kind of an immediate disqualifier because the American people, I think, have almost never voted for the shorter candidate in a presidential no. election. Well, it's a, it's I an mean, optics thing. I mean, so it's, it's, it's a, it is a weird thing, but he just embodies smallness. He's small-minded, you know, he, like he doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he just kind of always he doesn't project it, big. Uh, yeah. And, and then you look at somebody like, okay, you know, um, Sir Patrick Stewart, right? Not a very tall guy. He's only like five foot six, too. But you never get the really? sense that he's, yeah, no, yeah, he's really fucking I, short. I never would have known that, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's usually sitting in a fucking wheelchair, so I don't know. But well, and that's <laughs> what just I see as, him. As, as one character. As, yeah, as but he, Xavier, he was on yeah. fucking Star Trek Next Generation. Like, he, he was a short, bald guy, and he just, like, radiated, <laughs> you know, intelligence and strength and leadership. And it was like, you, you don't have to be a fucking wimp just because you're little. You know, you can, you can really be whoever you want to be. Yeah, but 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 yeah, I but it and it it is just a weird optics and like there's so many of these people who are just so rehearsed in like Washington and and just not at all prepared to take on Donald Trump. Like it, it just, you could just see most of these people absolutely crumbling in a debate with Donald Trump. So that's that's my main concern. Yeah, uh, with him. Uh, of course, we have uh, Beto, <laughs> just Bobbert. Bobbert, Bobbert O'Rourke, Bulberto, uh, yeah. who I don't think really did much of anything of note. Kind of may have been half asleep the, <laughs> during this debate. He didn't have a um, panic attack this time, at least. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it's just like he can't. He's not worth attacking anymore. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he can't make a sentence that says anything. You know, it's I. I was just sort of like riffing off of some of the stuff he was saying, and it's just like. I can't even find the tweet now, but uh, it, it was just, just fragment sentences all smashed together. Um, <laughs> you know, I, well, I, you know, I really <laughs> worried about it. He, he he did he did one of his his usual his, his his like usual canned lines is that like they asked him how he was like why he was uniquely qualified to beat Donald Trump, and he's like, well, you know, I uh, I. I I think I am uniquely qualified because uh, we have a lot of states that we're trying to turn from red to blue, and you know, one of them is Texas, uh, wh- where I'm from, and uh, I'm very proud that during my campaign I went to all 238 counties, and I and that's like literally the only thing he would say in every Ted Cruz debate was like I went to all 200 and you know 28 or whatever it was counties, <laughs> and it's like like okay, would you like fucking stopping them for five minutes so you can say like who who gives a fuck? Are you, what are you going to do for the people? in those counties and in the rest of the counties in America. But like, he just thinks that like literally showing up is all he has to do. And for like a super mediocre white guy like him, that's probably been true for most of his life is that 90% of his career has been like just showing up and he just fucking, you know, gets what he is, is, so, is after. Yeah. So I love how all of them have to like add extra words on to Medicare for all to, to like, have it be their own version, but a far shittier version, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's like, well, we can't really have Medicare for all. Uh, so what Beto's is like Medicare for America, right? Oh, yeah. so... And, and then, like, Buttigieg is like Medicare for those who want it. That's literally what <laughs> Medicare for all who want it. <laughs> yeah, and, and so I was making fun of that on Twitter. I was like, Medicare for all who want to wish for things to hope for. <laughs> 
Well, so then that's the thing that drove me fucking nuts. And they all used this line. And it was clearly a fucking health industry talking point passed on to them. Uh, and this is among the many right-wing arguments that they use. But uh, Bader used it, too. He said, like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I'm not... I don't think right now that we need to support a plan that's going to take health care away from uh, 150, American, 150 million Americans, um, yeah, which, of course, is fucking asinine if you right. then finish the sentence was, and replace it with way better care that they don't pay a premium for and don't have any out-of-pocket costs for. But, but Anthony, what if they have a heart attack right in the middle of the switching it over? <laughs> you know, like you're trying to Indiana no. Jones it with the, the you know bag of sand and like the gold statue, and you're trying to like <laughs> get it over onto it before the thing. And then it's, it's not the right amount, and then the fucking you know the whole cave falls. And the big, in the on you. big fucking ball, the f- big fucking boulder crushes you before yeah, you cl- can get clearly out. Clearly, Bernie hasn't thought this out. <laughs> so, but the, you, the hilarious thing about this is that Beto literally last year supported Medicare for all when he was running in this primary to yeah. run against Ted Cruz. So I would love for somebody to fucking ask him, hey, so, uh, you know, like six months ago, were you trying to rip healthcare away from 150 million Americans? Because by, by your fucking stupid logic, that seems to be what you were in favor of. So what changed in the time in between? Other than you got bought off and, you know, they told you these are your marching orders. Like, you're he not really, actually gonna... He really just said it because he wanted the support of people on the left that did not want him and also because when Seema ran she ran you know apologetically on that platform and it was very popular with a lot of the people um, I guess in Texas and he totally backtracked as soon as he lost yep yeah no yeah it's the only reason he ran on that is because he actually had a strong primary opponent even though he refused to acknowledge her and refused to debate her right and she still almost came away with like i think almost like 30 percent of the vote yeah with a total media blackout so he is an incredibly fucking weak candidate like the the, you know the fact that he was run that he almost beat ted cruz has way more to do the fact that he was running a really nationally prominent race against ted cruz than anything that he himself did yeah exactly yeah, and people. I mean, he just automatically, like, he automatically got support because he wasn't Zodiac Killer. You know, yeah. Like, oh, no, we, hey. we we all were like, hey, look, it'd be fucking awesome if Ted Cruz lost. I mean, I would literally prefer nearly uh, anyone else, but I mean, but that just shows how bad he is, though, because like literally, a glass of water could have beaten Ted Cruz, and <laughs> <laughs> Beto O'Rourke couldn't do it. Uh, yeah. So next we have uh, John Hickenlooper, who, uh, <laughs> of course, you know, him and Delaney. We should just talk about them in a pair because the two of them just, you know, I, what is, what is their purpose? Like, why do why do they even bother? Why do they show up? Like, I don't understand. Because they're rich and they can write a book and get on TV. And, uh, yeah. I mean, D- Delaney's been running for like two years already and nobody <laughs> knew who he was until he was, you know. It, it just—it's the whole, you know. Well, they're going to call us socialists if we do these things. Like they already they, they do. fucking do that anyway. They've been exactly. doing that forever. Come on. Yeah, I, that was a, one decent point De Blasio made. He's like, well, if we're going to get called this, we should just, you know. He was like, if we if we if we do the most right wing policy at all, they'll still call us communists. So like, let's just do. You know. Do the shit we want to. Well, so and that and uh, oddly enough, that was the point that Buttigieg also made. He goes, you know, well, 
Uh, if we if we, if we if we enact all of these social uh, you know the, 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 these uh, oh, social policies mistake maybe maybe I'm thinking of Buttigieg now but 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 his conclusion was that was like he he was he, it was a typical Republican move where you you walk right up to the line where you're about to see the point and then you miss it entirely he was yeah. like you know well in, uh, oh, if we yeah, do I'm in, I'm in that Facebook group uh, uh, conservatives walking smack into the point and missing it anyway <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in there. yeah right uh, I post it, shit in there almost every day. And he said, "Like, look, if we do, uh, if we do social, if we enact all these socialist policies, they're gonna the Republicans will call us socialists. If we uh, enact a bunch of right wing policies, the Republicans will call us socialists. So what we need to do is what we feel is the most logical plan. Like he, his whole thing is a fucking contradiction because he wraps all of his his policies up in like this is pragmatic and this is what I think is the is the best way forward for the country and the best way to get things done." Never on like this would be the literally the best thing for the American people, but then he acts like, oh well, we we should just do whatever we think is right because the Republicans are going to say we're socialists no matter what we do. Exactly. So it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know why he's there. To be honest with you. <laughs> well, he's a he's a policy wonk with sex appeal. So that's why Ew. he's there. Did you see that? That what was it? I don't know if it was Vanity Fair. What, it was one of the trash magazines. It might have been Rolling Stone. They did like that photo shoot with him where he was like undoing his tie, and the headline was like a policy wonk with sex appeal. Oh, gross. oh my god! And he even had, was like, "I'm not a policy guy." He said that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you? You can't be in government and not be a policy guy. Uh, every, I just every, don't care about anything. Every, yeah. every minute of your day is policies. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah, big De- picture guy. Delaney, you know, it was like from his opening remarks, it made it clear that he was only there to try to get attention by attacking Sanders, right? And, yeah. Yeah. and Hickenlooper to to a large degree too. But every question that was asked, what no matter who it was asked to, was framed as an attack on Bernie Sanders. Yeah, you know, it was Buttigieg got the question like, "Hey, you're really young. Uh, you're standing next to the oldest guy on the stage, Bernie Sanders." So. Uh, and using only emojis, uh, uh, let us know how you feel about how old. <laughs> Three emojis or less. Like what? The, what in the <clears throat> fuck? And they don't ask a single fucking question about Biden's age. You know? No, like, they it, don't. Yeah. And it, he's fucking sundowning before our very eyes. Oh, We're God. like literally he's sitting so... there watching him, and he's like talking like out of his ass. Yeah. No. I mean, it was great that everyone was attacking uh, Biden, but still, I mean, the, the whole the whole thing. Like they're all only except for Gravel and Tulsi. And you know maybe a little tiny bit of Warren. Um, they're all just running to stop Bernie. That's all they're yeah. out there for. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of Warren, there uh, she actually had a had a good debate performance. Even though you know our, all of our criticisms of her still stand, she had a really awesome uh, takedown of Delaney. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play the audio from that, and then we'll, we'll uh, talk about it. You know, I don't understand why anybody goes to all the trouble of running for president of the United States just to talk about what we really can't do and shouldn't fight for. The moment's really made when you actually see Delaney is like, uh, uh, like... At first, he like was smiling because he wasn't sure what she was going to say, and then when 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 she like he realized what she was saying, he was like, uh, uh, oh, like yeah, his face <laughs> always looks like he like just walked into like a crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, no, or, or when he gets dunked on, he smiles like he's, he's I know. fucking just happy to have gotten attention. Yeah, <laughs> he's so good. Um, 
there was a weird moment with Warren when she was getting basically criticized for saying that she wouldn't use nuclear weapons preemptively. Oh, God, what the fuck was that question? And she was just like, are you insane? You want to start a nuclear war? Um, the, the, the one thing she said, though, that was bizarre, she was like, the U.S. does not use nukes preemptively. And I was like... Uh, we're Liz, the only country that's we're used the only country that's used <laughs> preemptively. What in the fuck? Uh, you know, I mean, I understand she's thinking like we shouldn't. Yeah, but to, I, but yeah. to say that we never we we don't do that, like <laughs> we're literally the only uh, ones who've ever done it. So you know, oh but God. but what a fucking psychotic, fucking warmongering, bloodthirsty question that was. And and and, and like Jake Tapper was like, in, he's like, how could you say that we? That you we we would we would unilaterally disarm and take take off the table the option of of using uh, nuclear weapons uh, you know as a first strike as a deterrent like what a fucking psycho like who who came up with that question and who Eric Prince yeah, yeah. right <laughs> seriously I mean I wouldn't be shocked I'm sure they Blackwater fucking advertises you know on the down low <laughs> CNN for sure. Um, and and, and w- w- what other fucking show? Oh, Tim Ryan was like, well, I, I wouldn't take it off the table. Of course you can't take that off the table. It's like, are you fucking nuts? Do you not remember any of the... Uh, do you not understand the concept of mutually assured destruction? Like, there's a reason that nobody ever fucking threatens to use their nuclear weapons. Because, like, literally, one person uses their nuclear weapons, we'd all be fucking dead. You wipe out right. all of civilization. Well, it, so, and we, we got up to that precipice with the... With the you know, Cuban Missile Crisis, and it got very close to happening. And after that, for real, the nuclear arms race was effectively over after that because they had an agreement, They, but they still, you know, talked as though there was this pro- proliferation going on. I mean, uh, presuming we really have thousands of nuclear weapons, how many do you think are actually ready to launch on a moment's notice? A couple dozen at most? Yeah. Right, but like enough they to don't kill everybody on the planet. Oh, I mean, it's uh, sure, sure. But but when we talk about like the, you know eight thousand nuclear warheads, or yeah, whatever, it's all like they, we're never. They just they make it because it's someone's making money off of it. Yeah, right. It's yeah. Like, defense like, industry like bloat. This is why I don't really worry about proliferation that much. Like it's a huge waste of money, but I don't really think any country is gonna fucking launch a nuke. Right, like no. it's just we just don't live in that world anymore. Um, we'll have these imperialist proxy wars where we go in and bomb the shit out of a bunch of fucking poor people, but we're never gonna have like symmetrical warfare. Uh, on the level of you know superpowers fighting each other like that, so it's just the idea that you know oh we have to be prepared, so we got to have our nukes, we got to have first strike capability, we got to have a nuclear trident ready to go. Like what the fuck for? Like who are you fighting? Why are we spending you know fifty trillion dollars on a plane that doesn't fly for for a cold war that ended forty years ago? Yeah, I mean the only threat to actually use nuclear weapons is the United States because we're the only country that's had a. Uh, history of using nuclear weapons, and we're the only country with a leader psychotic enough that has nuclear weapons to actually, you know, use them on a whim right now. So it's like, and I don't even think he's stupid enough to do that. So it's like, it, yeah, it's 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 a ridiculous yeah. made even, up. You even know. Netanyahu's not going to launch a fucking nuke. Like he, even as bloodthirsty as he is. Um, they know that if they got into like a real war with Iran, well, they're too close cl- Iran. They would just they really would get wiped off the map. <laughs> if he was far enough from the West Bank, he probably would launch a fucking nuke at the West Bank. But it's too close <laughs> that it would actually la- launch a fucking nuke right into the Golan Heights. Oh shit! Oh fuck! Yeah, well. um, but yeah. So uh, who else we have from the first night? Oh, <laughs> Steve Bullock. Who, uh, like, was he drunk? Am I crazy, or did he seem like he was like? Like drunk the entire debate, like he, he, he like something. yeah, he, slurring his words. 
he was because clearly like they they like it seemed like they like rousted him out of bed at like 3 a.m. We're like, hey, get on the plane. You're at the next debate because they were like, just we, we can't let Gravel in the debates. We have to bring get, get fucking Steve Bullock. How many how many donors does he have? What, like 15? It's fine. Who cares? Just get him in the debate. We'll just say he has we'll say he has sixty five thousand and he has a one percent uh, poll in this Montana you know, Democratic primary. Oh, poll. I just, like, I just had a thought. Well, if he if he flew there, maybe maybe he gets sick on planes, so he took a bunch of Dramamine, and that's why his <laughs> words were going all over the place very slowly. But it was like really almost as bad as Biden. I mean, Biden was obviously, as you said, clearly sundowning during the debate. Like he was, <laughs> he was just completely incoherent. We'll get to him, but yeah, uh, Bullock. I don't know what the fuck his deal was, and of course, he's another. You know, I'm I'm running for president for absolutely no reason yeah. kind of guy they, they do it for fun at this yeah. point yeah i'm but gonna write uh, a book that like 15 people are gonna read and it's gonna be you know awesome for me to cash that advance honestly though like they have to see that every single post of theirs is getting ratioed to hell you know we're sending dms to tim ryan and <laughs> delaney <laughs> i, oh, I see told the, him to eat my whole ass the, in his dms sure <laughs> cocking um our, our friend, uh, Painted Dog, keeps saying that the shirt-cocking Wolverine with the huge penis to John Delaney's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope Good that stuff. he's sad enough to read his own DMs. He's just like, oh, man, like, what? come on, guys. Like, why, are you, why are you doing this to me? Uh, he's been running for two years, right? So uh, yeah. I, do you think he really There's no way he's paid staff. Yeah. No, no. Like, he literally sat up there on stage and he's like, I'm the only candidate up here that's worked for Wall Street and um, and, and the, the health, health insurance, insurance industry. We're like, you're like yes. exactly what the fuck we don't want. Like, why are you even there? That's why I volunteer to be launched into the sun immediately. How to read the room. It's John Delaney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um. So the last participant from night one, obviously, is the fucking king of the debate, Bernie Sanders, who really, really fucking stepped it up from the first round of debates. He did. He was like he got the message from the base, like from the last debates where he was kind of quiet and didn't really go after anyone. He was like two like two fucking guns blazing in this debate, you know calling out Jake Tapper for his bullshit questions, calling out all the right-wingers on stage, telling John Delaney you're wrong. Like, when he went, they asked him about it with John Delaney's opinion about, you know, medic, whatever, you know, insert leftist policy here that he was talking about. Um, I, I thought he really stood out. He got some of the biggest applause lines of the night. Uh, his opening and closing statements were tremendous. So Yeah, they were really good. Yeah, just just great shit from him all around. Well, um, so we, um, I don't know if they've come out with a video for it yet, but we know that he met with Cardi B a couple times this week, and apparently, yeah. like, she was actually involved in doing debate prep with him <laughs> uh, for real. Like, there was a reporter that that picture of her wearing like the the red and white sort of pantsuit thing, uh, and he's got like a jacket on, and uh, it looks like he's kind of leaning over to like hug her or whatever. Um, and her, she's got like her hands clasped together, and there's just huge grin on her face, like she's just you know ecstatic to, to meet him i mean they've met before yep. but uh, so i, I kind of wonder like if you know because she's someone with a lot of historical knowledge and political knowledge if she actually you know you know t- clearly somebody who's very uh assertive in her own and she's a shit kicker so like she's right. you know <laughs> I, I wonder if she really kind of said like hey you know I've, I've been watching you you know and th- th- these people are going to come after you and you got to kick back a, you know you got to hit back a little harder than you have before 
Yeah, so I wonder, you know, if she kind of... I don't uh, know if she had anything to do with it. If anything, I would say it would probably be somebody on his team, like Nina or somebody Sirota, else. maybe. Well, she, yeah. Sirota's she's like kind of on his team now. but Yeah, yeah I, ho- I, I hope she's going to be like... She's actually, uh, you know, and I'm not like... I'm, I'm, I'm old, I'm getting old now, and I still listen to, you know, alternative rock and whatever, so I'm not like the biggest Cardi B, like, expert. But but like I know she's like super popular, so that's a really great surrogate for him to have. Forty eight million followers on Instagram, by the yeah, way. That's which a is, lot of fucking people. It's still like yeah. half what Miley Cyrus has. But well, the, the picture of the two of them, it wasn't from this like video thing when they're all dressed up real nice. This was from like a like a hotel conference room. Yeah, um, where like it, it's not real nice put together. So they're meeting about something internal, like not a not a photo shoot or anything like that. So I I do wonder if they're. If, if she had something to do with that. The, the, the reporter who tweeted out the photo actually did say this is part of the Bernie's debate prep was meeting with her and talking about the oh, debate wow. itself uh, prior to it. So, uh, you know, whether that fire that came out of him was directly because of her or not, I, I you know, can't really say. Obviously, we know that he can dial it up if he wants to, but yeah. uh, I, I guess I just like there's some part of me that wants to feel like she's, <laughs> that, that she's, she like, really, she's actually influencing him. In, in, you in go ways out there and get these bitches, help. man. Don't, yeah. don't, don't let them yeah. fucking punk you, Bernie. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but no, I, I really hope she ends up, you know, becoming, becoming a surrogate for him because that would be a really... Uh, Big boost. Like, as much as Killer Mike was a boost, like, I don't think Run the Jewels is nearly as popular as Cardi B is, even though I fucking love Run the Jewels. Like, I think they're probably less well-known than Cardi B uh, in the hip-hop community, so she'd be a really good boost for him. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah. And, yeah, and he killed it. So, uh, you know, on to the next uh, round of debates for him. And we have, let's see. So with night two, let's get into night two because this was the real fucking shit show. There, night there two. Were, you know, Hot mess. Really, really just hard to get through. Really fucking long and miserable and full of uh, just the worst right-wing arguments you'll ever hear out of a Democratic candidate. Um, so we have, uh, first off, Mike Bennett, who I, I, I believe is Mike Bennett and not Steve Bullock. It's, it's again, yeah, it's very hard <laughs> to tell. I'm just looking at little thumbnails of them. He's uh, so fucking boring. His opening statement, like, put me to sleep. Like, what is, again, I don't understand. Like, I get it. You're there to block Bernie. But, like, can you at least pretend you're going to run on something? Like, pretend you have an issue that's, like, a pet issue to you? Like, what are you fucking running for, dude? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> No just, reason. just absolutely useless. Well, th- I mean, there's a lot of people have said that. I think um, I don't know. It wasn't Sean King. It was some other major political commentator, and they said they don't know why Kamala Harris is running either. Which you know, and she's yeah. one of the top <laughs> tier people. Um, but yeah, it, it's yeah. I mean, we know why they're there. It's just yeah. that they don't know why they're there. They think they're there to really run for president because they have a bunch of people around them being like, oh, no, you're great. Don't worry about it. American people love your pragmatic message of, well, that, well you know, I, I, I lied. He does have something. His big thing is, is bipartisanship. He thinks that that's, that's the yeah. thing that the Americans are fucking clamoring for in 2019 when the Republicans are fucking, you know, building concentration camps at the border and locking children in cages that we want to fucking you know, meet halfway with those fucking monsters. Like that's, that's totally what the American people want in 2019. (laughs) But he, I I think I'm pretty sure when he announced, he said that he would staff his cabinet with a team of rivals, meaning like Democrats and Republicans so that they could have substantive arguments in the oval office and come to consensus. Like, 
okay, dude, just I, like I get that you fucking own like every season of the West Wing on DVD and that you watch them constantly and that you don't actually consume any relevant, you know, modern news information, but like fuck off. Like I don't I don't, you know, like what are you doing? Go away. Uh so that's 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 Mike Bennett. Um uh Kirsten Gillibrand. Uh she another She had a good night, but she She sucks. did. She does she, suck and she, I agree she had a good night. She everyone had a good night beating up on Biden. Like Biden's such a great <laughs> fucking punching bag. And he, and the best part is he has like no idea what's going on. He's just like looking around and smiling like why am I here? Is it dinner time yet? <laughs> I know, right? I would, I would almost feel if he wasn't such a like a scumbag, I'd almost feel bad because it's like almost like elder abuse to watch him just get beat up on by every one of these people. Like, well, he, his whole thing is like, well, if I can take it, you know, if I can take all these all these slings and arrows, and my you know my poll numbers don't tank, then that's good enough, right? Well, that, that may be true to win a primary, but you're not going to beat Trump with that. You know, we yeah. all obviously know that, and. All the consult, you know, I, I watched some of the post uh, debate analysis with all the fucking shit libs on CNN afterwards, and even they were all pretty much like, "This was the best Biden could do." This was like they pulled out all the stops to to get just this good of a Biden performance, yeah. and he got destroyed. Um, so you, yeah, I mean, like if every if all the, the whole panel of twenty people on CNN are all against Biden already, like just imagine what the internal people who aren't on TV are saying about him. You know, yep. like he's he's got tons of donors that are already jumping ship. You know, like they're, you know, yeah. They they've got to have all these fake polls that only, you know, poll people who are willing to pick up the phone from a stranger in the evening. You know, from the a number they is, don't know. There's still a lot of like right wing Democrats that are running. If he doesn't get in, or he does get in. And, you know, the other choices like Bernie or Elizabeth Warren, they're 100 percent going to throw their way behind Biden because they would rather see him lose to Trump than somebody else win. Sure. Of course. No, I mean, yeah, naturally. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, when you have all the all the corporate talking heads uh, not being 100 percent behind their corporate front runner, then there's there's a problem behind the scenes there. They realize right, like he's not the guy to, 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 you know, take Bernie out, I think. Yeah, I, I, you know, like Pat's thought for a long time that ultimately they're all going to finally throw the weight behind Kamala. Um, but, of course, her whole problem is that she's a fucking Republican, too, right? So Yeah, uh, she had a really bad night. We'll talk about yeah. her, too. She had an awful fucking night. But um, We were talking about Gillibrand still. Um, yeah, so Gillibrand. was her really good moment she had? So she had the moment where she brought up Biden's um, awful uh, 81 essay that he wrote, uh, that like the super sexist essay. It, the uh, So this was an op-ed he wrote in 1981, uh, ex- ex- and this is from the article. Expanding the child tax, uh, child care tax credit and allowing more women to work would subsidize, quote, the, de- the deterioration of the family. He wrote like an entire op-ed in the paper talking about how uh, basically giving people uh, child care credits would, uh, would, ma- would allow more women to work, which would uh, subsidize the deterioration of the American family. So he's, he's a fucking maniac, like... Republican from the fifties. He's like not even like a modern Republican. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, all these women going to work. It's destroying this fabric of Western society. <laughs> exactly, and it's like, dude. And he's like, oh, well, that was a long time ago. Yeah, okay. 
Why don't you want? Why don't you check out fucking Bernie from from 1981 on the on the floor of the house? See what he was fucking saying then. Like it, exactly. it doesn't matter how long ago it was. Like do you do you do you agree that you were a fucking idiot back then? Because if you're willing to say that, great. Let's keep let's move on. But he he can never apologize. He's such a fucking boomer. He's such a fucking boomer that he is is literally incapable of apologizing. So he's stuck in this horrible place where he has to say that, oh, that was a really long time ago, but I'll never apologize for anything that I've ever said ever. So, so okay, it was a really long time ago, but you still feel that way since you won't apologize? Like, what, you know, like, what are you fucking right. saying? Well, he said, as far as, you know, manhandling women, he has nothing to apologize for, right? And then mm-hmm. he's like, well, if you were offended, then I'm sorry. But, um, well, you know, the, the Biden has essentially apologized for his Iraq war vote. Uh, Tulsi was watching a video today, and they said, well, why didn't you go after Biden on his Iraq war vote? And she said, well, because he admitted it was the wrong vote, and, you know, I kind of felt like if he's if he's admitted that it was wrong, you know, like, un- unlike yeah. a lot of people who voted for that roar, war and, and, and don't admit it's wrong, then... Well, see, but he he had quote unquote admitted that it was wrong, but he really didn't. He he right. was like, well, you know, I was I was tricked by George W. Bush. Oh, right. Like, okay, no, it's still a, a cop. This out is of like absolutely. this is just like Hillary too. She's like, I trusted my president. You know, like everything <laughs> is like blaming somebody else. It's Jill Stein's fault. Russia's fault. It's a boo. It you know, it's it's some like random person online. It, it, he disgraced the Oval Office by lying Bots. to the American people. I can't believe that I trusted the president and he lied to the American... Like, are you fucking a fifth grader? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, They all see the same intelligence. It's absolutely bullshit yeah, that they didn't course. realize they were being lied to. I was 15 years old or 16, whatever, and I knew we were being lied to. So, yeah. Yeah. fuck yeah. that. So, <laughs> the millions <laughs> of people all, protesting you know, in the streets were... were we're very aware that it was fucking <laughs> bullshit before you made that vote, Joe so Biden. So. If we're exactly. not on, on intelligence committees that get to see top secret information, how did we know it was bullshit and they somehow didn't? Are they yeah. fucking stupid? Uh, I mean, and also, yeah, but. if you're stupid <laughs> enough to, to see the intelligence and, and still believe the bullshit, what is to say that you're not going to be tricked into starting another war by your fucking by the fucking hawks that you know run the CIA and the FBI and all these these and DOD? Uh, and then they you're just stuck at, like, of course. So why, why would anyone trust your fucking judgment, Joe Biden? Like, it's, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's an immediate disqualifier. Well, and it was a disqualifier re- fucking 10 years ago. And, you know. The or, only reason I kind of brought up with, with Tulsi, you know, being asked, well, why didn't you go after Biden on that? Was because people are saying, well, uh, uh, you know, Tulsi's only running to go after uh, Kamala. She's only attacking Kamala and not anybody else. Um, which, I mean good <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I know. it's good she's attacking her but still like that's that's clearly not all she's saying up there obviously right yeah so let's talk about kamala because she got uh pretty heavily pretty she had a really bad debate uh she did have one good moment though so this this was her great moment uh where, where she just brought up biden's awful record again so i'll play the audio from that and then we'll talk about her debate night overall you, Listen, I mean, talk about now running for president and you change your position. On the Hyde Amendment, Vice President, where you made a decision for years to withhold resources to poor women to have access to reproductive health care, and I- including women who were the, the, the victims of rape and incest, do you now say that you have evolved and you regret that? Because you've only, since you've been running for president this time, 
said that you had you in some way would take that back or you didn't agree with the decision that you made over many, many years. And many, this many directly years. impacted so many women in our country. And yep. I personally prosecuted rape cases and child molestation cases. And the experience that those women have, those children have, and that they would then be denied Thank the you, resources, Let the Vice President respond, I think is, is unacceptable. The fact is that uh, the senator knows that's not my position. Everybody on the stage has been in the Congress, and the senator House has voted for the Hyde Amendment at some point. The Hyde Amendment in the past was available because there was other access for those kinds of services provided privately. But once I wrote the legislation making sure that every single woman would, in fact, be, have an opportunity to have health care paid for by the federal government, everyone, that that could no longer stand. I support a woman's right to choose. I support it's a constitutional right. I've supported it. I will continue to support it. And I will, in fact, move as president to see, too, that the Congress legislates that that is the law Thank as you. well. well Thank why you, Mr. Vice President. So long to change your position on the Hyde Amendment. Why did it take so long until you were running for president to change your position on the Hyde Amendment? Because there was not full federal funding for all reproductive services prior to this point. Okay. What does Thank that you. mean? You you oppose federal funding for fucking abortion. So what are you <laughs> talking about? You fucking moron. Like I don't I, I literally do not understand the argument. That that is like the, the, the most pathetic attempt at a dodge. Like he's not even fake answering the question yeah like, i don't even understand what, what is what does he mean by now there's full federal funding for reproductive health care no there isn't yeah that's why he changed his position <laughs> that donald trump fully funded federal health care um wait, yeah wait, when did what? this when did this happen because we still have 29 million americans that have no health insurance whatsoever so pretty yeah. sure out of that 29 million <laughs> the there's a lot of women about? who have reproductive organs that are not being covered by any fucking insurance so, so yeah, no no fucking clue what he's talking it's about it's just so nonsensical and even if even if like bernie sanders was president and and gave everyone medicare for all so your position was you didn't support the hyde amendment until everyone had fully funded federal health care like what what are you what are you fucking talking about <laughs> he's a he's such so good a thing fu he blocked fully fu funded medical health care then <laughs> you're right <laughs> fucking guy. and still psycho. doesn't support it now <laughs> yeah yeah. So yeah, and, and you know, Biden, Biden was just really just at the, at the whatever the op. He was at the bottom of his game tonight. Uh, you know, he was just so fucking bad. Like, well, he, uh, so I think we're we're technically on Kamala right now. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, talk about Kamala because well, one, I mean, my my favorite part of the of that debate was Tulsi going after. Uh, Kamala so aggressively, um, I tweeted about it in all caps. So I was like, oh, shit, she's going after her, and I'm here for it. But, uh, you know, talking about her, her legislative, or her legislative, her prosecutorial record as a DA and as the AG in California, uh, because I think a lot of people outside of California don't know anything about it, right? Yeah. And, right. and Biden's whole crime bill, you know, the, the implication of that, or the, the implementation, I should say, uh, by people like Kamala Harris was very much like this is this is how you know she was she, you know if, if the if the king gives the execution order she was the fucking person chopping off the head right for, yeah. for that crime bill. Um, well, I actually have the audio from Tulsi's. You, you do. Wanna, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Let's play that and then we'll we'll, we'll talk about it a little more. Now, Senator Harris says she's proud of her record as a prosecutor and that she'll be a prosecutor president. But I'm deeply concerned about this record. There are too many examples to cite, but. She put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked evidence. 
She blocked evidence that would have freed an innocent man from death row until the courts forced her to do so. She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she fought to keep cash you, bail system in place that impacts poor people in the worst kind of way. Thank you, Congresswoman. Yeah, so she 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 fucking destroyed her in like a little I, thirty second chunk. I mean, it's I don't think there's that many Tulsi supporters in that audience, but a lot of people were clapping at that stuff. So there's clearly like a large group of people in that room that don't like her because of that stuff. Yeah, well, I, you know, and unfortunately, also I think there were a lot of Biden plants in that audience because there were Biden would get applause for like just the the rambling nonsensical answers that he would give and there would be a big applause so i imagine that was probably them because they don't yeah, like her too she goes after him so hard actually when they announced everybody and they all came out and like walked up on stage he got like the loudest applause out of everybody pathetic it, you know what it was is like all the all the fucking union bosses were probably flown in to fucking go eh, joe biden fucking joe biden's gonna give me fucking yeah. fucking subsidy like you know like just it was a very mookish fucking like cheer every time. The whole Joe balcony Biden was all firefighters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me meanwhile, Detroit's burning down uh, yeah. as it does every day. <laughs> and they just the like, bat, nope, yeah. sorry, I can't put out the fire. We gotta go fucking uh, fucking root for Biden. Joe. Fucking Biden told me, yeah, yeah. Uncle Joe. Yeah. Um, Apparently, everyone, in, everyone who's a firefighter has to sound like they're from Brooklyn, even if you are a firefighter. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, no, so and what uh, Tulsi was referring to, and this is actually an article from the Appeal, but this is like info that you can find if you dig through local Sacramento. Uh, Newspapers. Uh, Jamal Trulove was framed and wrongfully convicted of murder, a conviction celebrated by then uh, San Francisco DA Kamala Harris. A pattern, say critics, uh, by Harris, who let police and prosecutorial misconduct flourish while DA uh, and California Attorney General. And essentially, she helped put this guy away. So the fact that uh, a bunch of evidence was fabricated against him that would have released him from jail, she literally blocked it until a judge forced her to release this evidence and then this guy was freed from death row so she's a fucking monster who cares more about her career than somebody being murdered by the oh, fucking state like that's yeah, she's a and, maniac in in da's that want to like have a rising political career they love high profile murder cases because they get to go up to a podium and do a press conference and all the fucking cameras are there and they get to be the face of the you know of the justice system and it, it's just it's advertising for them when they finally decide to run for an actual you know higher political office yeah, yeah, it's the fucking OJ syndrome. It's like you had this yeah. one insanely high-profile case where there was an actual good prosecutor who really got fucked over by just the insanity of, of a case that she was prosecuting, and now everyone thinks that they're going to be the next fucking Marsha Clark when they, you know, with, with some with some big fucking flashy case. And it's like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's gross. Um, but. So yeah, Tul Tulsi absolutely destroyed her, uh, destroyed him. Uh, did she or destroyed her rather? Did Tulsi also bring up how uh, Kamala didn't prosecute Steve Nuchin? And uh, she didn't. One, unfortunately, one no, she didn't but bring she it up. Yeah, she had. She got cut off though. She didn't have much time to, to hit her. But I imagine if they so had like a long. Uh, I was uh, I was watching Democracy Now today, and they had on Dolores Huerta uh, and Cornell West. Now Cornell is once again supporting Bernie. Uh, Dolores is. Um, once again, supporting the most right-wing Democrat, uh, Kamala Harris. And, you know, she's pretty old. Like, she's probably in her 80s now, I think. Uh, and you can tell that she probably just gotten, like, 
you know, they, they were like, oh, hey, support Kamala. And they were asking her questions about Kamala that she didn't know the answers to, you know, and, and despite her age, like she's been around politics and, and labor organizing for decades, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they brought up the fact on Democracy Now! that Kamala didn't prosecute Steve Muchin, and she says, I didn't know that. Like, she had no knowledge Jesus of it. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, what? Well, so, she, so... Yeah, she's been bad for a really long time. She's yeah. basically just a tool of the establishment. You know, all of the things that she did, she kind of turned her back on, you know? And that's very true with, like, a lot of people, I guess, as they get older and yeah. are still in politics. Yeah, well, she she lied about that that Bernie caucus where she wasn't yeah. allowed to translate because she was like a, a surrogate. They needed to have a neutral translator, and because of that, she went and told it or lied on on social media or whoever runs her Twitter account said, uh, "Oh, they shouted at me. Uh, Bernie supporters shouted English only, and and to silence me." And yeah. that was like they that made it all around the world. Oh, the Bernie's bros are, are racist and sexist and don't want to, you know, whatever. And it was completely not true. And there was video that proved it wasn't true, right? So it made me wonder, like, is is she going senile or is she just fucking lying again? Yeah, I she think didn't she's know just about lying. This. Yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately, a lot. Rosario of Dawson actually put out a really great op-ed like right after that happened and like called her out and was like, "Listen, yeah. I was there. I respect you. I respect the work that you've done, but this is a blatant lie and it's really harmful lie." And Weeks and weeks and weeks later, Hillary Clinton was still using that, like in her interviews. Ugh, right, fucking disgusting. They're just such, they're the most disgusting fucking people in all of DC. The fucking well, Clinton, and, Cabal, and now that whole Rosario's group. on Team Booker because she's oh, dating. Oh my god, so yeah. just she, like, she's like fucking dating T Bone. <laughs> just so so he's so, so fucking upsetting. lame too. Like you couldn't find he's such a nerd. Else, like come Jesus. on, Rosario, you could do so much better, right? Like you Jesus was, Christ. she was the best thing about all those those Netflix Marvel shows was when she would show up and be the doctor every once. In I a love while. Rosario. It breaks my heart. Yeah. It breaks my fucking heart that she's 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 debasing herself like this. Maybe she'll she'll like realize and then you know leave him for like you know one of the Gravel teens when they're of age or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, Get some of that. Uh, <laughs> I, I literally action. couldn't think of a young young <laughs> politician that's like a leftist. That's a, a male young leftist politician. But um, yeah. So uh, uh, and by the way, so Tulsi absolutely destroyed Kamala, and all of Kamala's surrogates, aka the unbiased media, uh, were ta- were tweeting about how uh, Russian bots were like boosting. These these this this Tulsi like uh, you know attack on on Kamala yeah. like uh, this 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 fucking moron New York Times a, guy yeah New York Times op-ed writer Wajat Ali tweeted uh, beware the Russian bots and their promotion of Tulsi Gabbard and sowing racial discord misspelled uh, especially around Kamala Harris like just <laughs> at fucking fact free evidence free. Yeah, the Russians are, sp- are 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 super against Kamala Harris, like for some reason, like of right. all the candidates, like shut the fuck up, like come on, this, this is just you're really silly at this point, like it's really just, it's 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 so fucking tired at this point, but you know, that's all they exist for now. Well, it, you know, it, it's interesting because a lot of Soviet propaganda highlighted segregation in the U.S. and said like, hey, we don't want to be like that. Now, obviously, you don't. You know, most people in Soviet Union, Russia, are, are are white, but it was still like they they were promoting equality on a higher level. Um, yeah. I, I saw an article, uh, a couple of headlines recently that were like, oh, the the um, 
you know, a, a tragic legacy of communism uh, in, in Russia is that uh, still it's like uh, over 50% of the, their scientists are women. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's yeah, a tragic they, legacy? They, they force gender equality amongst their scientists. Like. Yeah, they, they, they promoted women in STEM fields so much that they have more women scientists than men. What a tragic, awful <laughs> legacy of communism. But, but the tragic legacy remains. There was something like that. It, it's just so yeah, goofy. It's just, These people just are disgusting. So so yeah, when when they see something like oh, the Chelsea, who's a woman of color, uh, talks about Kamala's a very racist prosecutor, prosecutorial, <laughs> can't say the word, uh, you know, record, and they go oh well, if people are interested in that, it clearly must be fake news, yeah, you know, or yeah. clearly there's a you know, it's like no, people are just learning about this, they want to fucking know about this bullshit because when they you know hear about uh, you know black lady cop throwing people in jail for for weed and laughing about it that tends to piss people off yeah yeah and you know while we're on kamala we should talk about the 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 very awful week that she had because it she really just unleashed like a a bevy of cell phones before the debate even started um so like she rolled out her uh medicare for all quote-unquote plan uh which asterisks which literally enhances the power of the private health insurance. What she essentially is doing is privatizing Medicare with this plan. Like yeah. she, it's the gr- most gross, disgusting right wing policy that I've ever, it's worse than Obamacare. It's more right wing than Obamacare because it literally privatizes the existing Medicare that we have. Uh, and it takes 10 years to implement. And it's, it, it's fucking insane that she thinks that she can get away with calling this Medicare for all. Like, like I, it, 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 yeah, so she's she's completely you know she we, we we know she's danced around every one of these issues and walked back everything she said, but she's completely fucking found the 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 most disingenuous possible path forward on Medicare for all. So you know, uh, good on her for that, I guess that she found so her how, lane. How does it actually? So she's basically calling it Medicare for all, but she's essentially her plan is just more privatized healthcare, essentially. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's ba- it's basically Medicare Advantage for all. It's just everyone buys in to uh, Medicare, which is which is processed by the insurance companies, by the private healthcare companies, right. which literally are the only <laughs> fucking reason that all the costs are out of control because they're an unnecessary middleman that artificially inflates costs to make profit. Like she was all about like, oh well, we got to take the profit profit uh, motive out of healthcare. And I'm going to do that by expanding the power of the only people who are trying to attain profit out of the healthcare so industry. So what if instead of getting rid of the insurance companies, we just had the insurance companies take over the existing Medicare, basically, is what it sounds like. Yeah. I actually posted <laughs> about this right after she said it because her quote was, under our Medicare for All plan, private insurance companies can still offer insurance. Yeah, that's the worst part of the Medicare and plan. It, and it'll take 10 years to, like... I guess do anything. I don't know. To fully be implemented. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, yeah, she's trying to privatize it and get rid of the system that actually works. She can't, she can't be allowed to go any further in her career. She's got to be stopped. Yeah. Well, you know, but she also unveiled her plan for uh, free college asterisk. Uh, So I'll I'll tell you about that. (laughs) She, um, (laughs) she announced that, uh, yesterday, I announced that as president, see if you can see if you can if your head can stay on your shoulders after all these fucking equivocations and qualifiers in this tweet. <laughs> yesterday, I announced that as president, I'll establish a student loan debt forgiveness program 
for Pell Grant recipients who start a business that operates for three years in a disadvantaged community. <laughs> um, yeah, but only if the address of the business is an even number, not an odd. Right? <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, that's going to be like 15 people. Because, you know what, that's so... It's such a fucking rich, motherfucking, privileged pl- program that she that she thought would be a good idea. Nobody can afford coming out of college to fucking subsidize a brand new business for three fucking. You know how hard it is to keep a, a brand new business open for three years. Half and of what all happens, business, half of all small businesses close before the first year. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, 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 it's the insane. I, the idea that you have all this debt from school. Uh, and then you're also going to go get a loan from a bank to open up a business right after that? Like, no. They're, they're going to look at all the debt you have and say, like, no. They're not gonna and it's, also, and it's also pushing this fucking stupid, you know, American ideal of, like, you're not worth anything unless you're contributing to the wheel of capitalism by, by, in, by sinking all of your money into this thing that may or may not even work and may further fucking bankrupt you for the rest of your life. It's so – it's such and a horrible thing. It's such a bootstraps fucking mentality. You have to wonder if she understands, though, that, like, a Pell Grant is a grant, not a loan. So there's nothing to forgive with that. That's just money yeah. you get, right? right. Well, now, so but now, with that's only a, a certain amount of money, so most people probably have to take out a loan on top of getting a Pell Grant too. But it, it's still, it's just, it's such like, what a fucking rat maze to have to go through to get what everyone should already have for free. <laughs> and but you know what's insane about that is like literally, she what she's saying is, hey, spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars, put yourself through college. Start a business, sink another $500,000 into that business, and if you can fucking make it to the end of the maze, if you can make it to the end of the fucking Hunger Games, I'll give you a Pell Grant to forgive your student loans. <laughs> but if you don't, you're <laughs> fucked. So you just spent a qu- a three quarters of a million dollars, and you have nothing to show for it, because yeah, if you don't make it to those three years, anybody, you get nothing. Anybody who makes it that absurd finish line is not going to need debt forgiveness anyway, because they, if they did somehow manage to be a successful a business, business owner, yeah, three years, they, you know, <laughs> even if they're still scraping by, they probably figured something out. So, it's, yeah, it's, I, somebody I posted a, a, a meme of this. Somebody um, made like a T-shirt out of it and used like eighteen different fonts on it <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to like all the fucking bullshit criteria. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just pathetic. It's 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 just so indicative of her entire campaign and her entire strategy. So, you know, the other the other just god awful performance uh, from from last night was Biden, uh, and he got dunked on by everybody, uh, and he, and he clearly his team was like, okay, well they're gonna all come after you again, so you really gotta go after them hard, and like his fucking like sleepy recitation of like the talking points they gave him about like all these other candidates was so funny to watch. Cause like, it's so clearly like he doesn't give a fuck about any of these things. Like he's talking about like Cory Booker's mayoral, right? Like who fucking cares, dude? Like nobody knows or cares about Cory Booker. He's pulling it one to 0%, but you, you memorize this one line in case he attacked you. So you didn't feel as like you were being, you know, destroyed in an argument oh, yeah, with that, him. That came off as so contrived. It was it, like every fucking mayor of a major city is going to have a corrupt as shit police force, especially New Jersey, right? So, yeah. you know, not not that Cory Booker. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he didn't do much. Great uh, criminal justice reformer, but it's just like Joe Biden wouldn't know anything about it unless they just did a bunch of oppo on on Booker. Yeah. it's just like who gives a shit, Mister Fucking. I, I I you know put my name on every crime bill that's ever crossed the fucking United States Senate. 
uh, in the last 20 years. Joe Biden is talking about how, uh, yeah, someone else is running a corrupt, you know, criminal justice system in their own state. So whatever, you know. Um, but so Biden also laid out his health care plan, sort of, uh, you know, his plans for all. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and, and he laid it out. He only laid it out because he was arguing and like he like would let like details of it slip. So he said like, oh, well, no one will have more than a thousand dollar deductible. Um, which, OK, do, you know, 50 percent of the country can't afford a five hundred dollar emergency. So, uh, you know what? A deductible when you pay a deductible, when you have a fucking emergency. So 50 percent of the country can't afford a five hundred thousand dollar emergency. Uh, how many people can afford a thousand dollar emergency? Like it, it's just none. not, yeah, none, nearly none. Um, so, and he also said, well, you uh, you know, and a family wouldn't pay more than eight point five percent of their family income, uh, of their of their yearly income and in premiums. So his plan literally allows the health insurance industry to keep doing what they're doing. Doesn't put any fucking caps on them whatsoever. Uh, Sirota actually tweeted out. He he did some. Uh, he he ran some math on it. Uh, he's tweeted out. Uh, wow, Joe Biden said that under his health care plan, people can buy into a pub, uh, buy into a public option with a thousand dollar deductible for eight point five percent max of family income and premiums. In other words, middle class Joe's health care solution is a seven thousand three hundred seventy five dollar health care bill for a family of four making seventy five thousand dollars a year. So, you know, it, it's just, it, it, it's, yeah, exactly. It, it's it just, just it's, it's fucking so out of touch and, and pathetic and elitist. And he's just obviously just the bitch of the fucking health insurance industry and has nothing to offer anybody. And I can't understand how he has even the, the manufactured support that he does. Like, it, it's just unbelievable to me that he still has well, any like support. Well, he said manufactured. I really don't think he has the support. Like, if you... I guess see pictures, even Kamala Harris's um, rallies. There's nobody fucking there. They're like <laughs> they can't even fill up a high school gym, just like Hillary. Yeah, bringing in the walls and shit, like I stacking say, Hillary, chairs. You say fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, just, it's terrible. Yeah, Jordan was uh, at one of Biden's rallies, and he interviewed a guy, and the guy said that he was a paid seat filler. They gave him twenty five dollars to, to fill. I believe that. I, I, I believe him too. Yeah, like why would he fucking lie? If he was a Biden supporter, you wouldn't want to say that. You know, like you wouldn't try to make Joe look bad. So that's yeah, that's 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 where Biden's campaign is right now. Um, but uh, you know, Biden just the entire night could not get a sentence out. Just slurring his words, inco- incoherent sentence structure. Uh, he would always say, uh, well, you know, uh, well, anyway, like he would cut himself off before his time was up because his arguments were so bad. Like he's the only one of any of them that like when Jake Tapper or whoever tried to interrupt that he would immediately stop talking because he was just trying to run the clock out on every answer he gave. Like he he couldn't answer a single fucking question. Everyone else is like trying to talk over the moderator to get like their point in, you know, and like he just would not do that because he just did not want to say anything like he was just so so thankful when they would interrupt him he would like look at them and be like you're gonna interrupt come on come on come on I'm, I'm running out of shit to say i'm just i'm just making up syllables at this point just, you know fuck it. um but i think the most hilarious moment of the night uh was his closing statement where he tried to direct you to either his website and or a number that you can text to donate to his campaign 
Uh, so see if you could figure out what you're supposed to do if you're a Joe Biden supporter and want to give him some money uh, by this this statement. If you agree with me, go to Joe three o three three o and help me in this fight. If you agree with me, so yeah. If you agree with him, go to Joe three o three three o to help him in this fight. People are like, what, what am I supposed to fucking do with that? <laughs> uh, well, okay. I mean, first of all, you know, not not many of his supporters are up that late to hear him say it. So, uh, <laughs> but just imagine if you're, you know, what, 75 years old and you hear that, you're like, uh, do you, you just pick up the phone and you type in that number that hit dial. You know, like, is that what they did? All did of, they, like, 80-year-old supporters went to get their old decoder rings from, like, the cereal boxes <laughs> and, like, try to figure out what his mess is coded like message just typing, was. typing in the text code into your, you know, into the fucking URL bar on top of the browser. You know, <laughs> oh, is it a search bar or is that the URL? Like, they don't know the difference. I think, I think Judge's campaign bought Joe30330.com to redirect <laughs> to his website, which is... Pretty funny, you know. But um, yeah, the other so, the other flub he had is when he he called the the t uh, the uh, the TPP the TTP. the TTP. <laughs> I caught yeah. that too. I was like, oh yeah. my god, you can't even fucking say the name of this three the, letter fucking the, uh, uh, bill that he loves so. Somebody much. asked what it stood for, and I was like, uh, obviously the Trans Triassic Pirate Ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, it, it, you know, and we joke about him, but he his cognitive ability is clearly deteriorating. And it's like, th- this is the guy that we want to run against Donald Trump. This I, I wouldn't want this guy if we, like, like even to not to run against Donald Trump. Like, I would be terrified to have a president who's this fucking senile in office. Like, this is Reagan at the end of his second term. Like, what are we doing? Like, this guy is clearly... And it's crazy because you, you see how sharp Bernie is uh, in contrast to Biden. Um, they, they did this thing where they made Bernie do an outdoor uh, sit-down desk interview with Jake Tapper when oh, it was yeah. really fucking windy, you know, and it was like they just, you know, because usually if, the, you know, older candidates with not a lot of hair and it's outdoors and windy, they'll put a hat on them, right? Well, you, you can't really do that when you're doing a sit-down interview. And I don't know why they forced him to do it outdoors, but it was windy as shit. And, you know, they probably wanted to fucking make Bernie's hair blow around, look, make him look like crazy Bernie. <laughs> uh, it, but the, the other problem was that because of the wind, Jake Chapper's papers went flying off his desk, and Bernie, like, lightning-quick reflexes just went, like, snatched and, like, him. yeah. <laughs> And I was like, this fucking old man has quicker reflexes than I do, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they're talking about his age. Like, what the fuck? Biden's, you know. <laughs> I love like, he, like he, said. He, he caught him and, like, handed it back to him. It was like, here, here, here's your bullshit fucking talking points. Keep going, Jake. Like, here you go. Like, I could do this all day. You know, right. here's that fucking, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, like, but you know what's funny? I, he said, go to Joe 30330. I'm, I'm curious if it was, like, his team was like he's such a child that we need to tell him like rhymes to help him remember the the number to te- <laughs> like he he probably was supposed to say you know text 30330 to to donate to our campaign and get and get updates but they probably were like you know you got to remember this number you can't be reading notes you look old so just look just try to remember it this way go to joe 330 it rhymes it's alliterative it'll just that keep that number in your head and then when you say it say text the number 30330, but he totally fucking, you know, blanked in that moment and was like, uh, go to Joe 33, you know. He went to his fucking word game that he had to use to remember that number. <laughs> that That's my only my only explanation like, of what that okay, moment was. He's not okay, and honestly, I think he's just going to continue deteriorating, like, throughout this primary. 
there's no way he's going to be able to finish it. Like, yeah. look how bad he is right now, and he's getting worse, like, every single appearance. Like, what, what if he actually wins, though, and then That's, becomes president? Terrifying. Like, the, you, you, I don't care how old the president is, but I care if they can't function, you know, mentally. And we know that like Ronald Reagan had, had like literal Pelosi. Alzheimer's. Right. I mean, the Democratic Party is literally, like, just being run by people that have no fucking idea what's going on anymore. Yeah. Like, mentally. <laughs> Oh, God, Feinstein is, is the worst. Her. You ever hear her give an interview? Like, Jesus Christ. And Pelosi, too. Yeah. They're Can't string all a sentence together. Terrible. This is the... Oh, that was, that, was, that was actually one of the most depressing moments of the debate. So, and during Jay Inslee's uh, intro, and, and he had a good night, uh, you know, he's, he's really strong on climate. He's not really super exciting or anything but he's he, you know he, he's pretty strong in climate so but um, a little bit of a little bit of like middle-aged paul newman energy uh to the yeah debate. yeah uh, he, had, <laughs> he, had the, he had the you know hipster glasses going on yeah he, but he's, uh he's very he says he's good on climate change and he says he has a great plan but like if you look at his actual record as governor he's done all kinds of fucking deals with oil companies i'm and sure yeah. companies like they're all a bunch of fake fucking greenies up there in the pacific northwest yeah, unfortunately. His plan that he drafted is good. Like if it was enacted as written, it would be great. Like it's 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 more comprehensive than yes. almost anybody's. But, you know, again, who knows if he would. In any event, but what he said at the beginning was like the people in this room and the people on this stage are our last hope against climate change. And I was just like, I just want to blow my fucking brains out because that's the most depressing thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like these fucking clowns yeah, and we're these doomed. these millionaires <laughs> in the fucking crowd are our, our last hope against stopping this massive, uh, you know, uh, acceleration towards towards climate uh, towards de- climate destruction, and yeah, we're fucked. Like the, no, there's not a single person on that stage, you know, other than Bernie, maybe who's gonna fucking be able to 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 get this shit done in the really narrow window that we need to get it done in, and and it's like, yeah, we're fucked. So <laughs> when he said that, I was just like, that's dude you're really bumming me out like don't it's not a good message considering God, the fucking need people some of those sunrise against. movement kids to meet with them and be like no motherfucker we're the fucking <laughs> we're we're that we're the hope here that's uh sadly by the time they're of age to run for office that will be completely past fucking the the point of no return i mean we're right past the point of no return but we'll be even further past the point of no return we'll probably well, have minimum efforts you know put forth to stop climate we'll probably have a carbon tax at that point what the yeah. fucking do yeah i mean Still the thing to think about ecological collapse is that it can always get worse um you know people talk about yeah, of course there, there's 11 people in japan died this week from heat uh stroke like it, it, the average temperature this time of year in japan is only like 70 some degrees like it just it doesn't get that hot there or that cold like you know being on the ocean currents kind of keep their more mild climate so uh just this week 11 people dead in japan you know that's that's not like it's some third world country either like they have (laughs) the ability to not die from from extreme temperatures you know imagine somewhere where they don't have air conditioning you know or they you know whatever whatever modern conveniences you're people talk about oh you we can never lower the the human population because that's that's you know that that's ethnic cleansing or whatever it's like it's it's gonna happen from the fucking weather whether you like it or not so yeah which is not saying we should kill people but like hey maybe be more responsible and don't have 10 fucking kids you know don't have you know Or, or just only have kids if you want to 
you know. Yeah, don't sure feel that, like you need to keep populating the fucking earth. No, we have just, plenty of people. Like, you know, you've got these fucking right wingers that are like they they want to make sure that you know because they're terrified of becoming the minority. So they, you know, they're they're like, well, all all white women ha- must procreate. So we have to ban abortion to make sure that you know every every unwanted pregnancy has to be born to, to you know full term because we're we're you know we we're losing our supremacy. Uh, so yeah, like that kind of stuff really fucking scares me. Uh, but then yeah. just also like, you know, if, if there's a huge famine and millions of people die, uh, you know, I mean, well, for one, we'll ignore it. But you know, still, <laughs> if you think the, the amount of refugees we have now is bad wait till there's 250 million people trying to cross the border at once rather than you know to 25,000 um that that's going to cause you know not not that people shouldn't be welcome if they're seeking asylum but you know just it's going to be a fucking problem right bernie you know. in the debate actually mentioned this he was like hey you know the the way to solve the border crisis is to assist honduras in in you know venezuela not venezuela but you know guatemala uh, assist these countries El Salvador, that, that, Honduras, yeah, yeah. That, that we've been messing with that have created this crisis that has, has created these refugees uh, coming here uh, he's the only one that talks about it in those terms of of an actual geopolitical uh, policy of of um, you know not propping up dictators and toppling democracies. Yeah. Even someone like Castro is like, oh, well, I want to do a 21st century Marshall Plan for the for Honduras and El Salvador and Guatemala. But like, and that's great, and we should, but you're also super on board for American imperialism, and you're not saying, hey, let's stop propping up these fucking right-wing dictators and facilitating these coups in these countries. That's right. that's 50%. You're only talking about 50% of the problem. You're, you're, you know, you're, 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 you're talking about solving the fucking problems that we cause. Like, you need to talk about not causing the problems in the first place if you really want to do something about this and aren't just bullshitting, you know? But, um, yeah. So, but you know what, guys? It's going to be all right because uh, apparently uh, at his rally just now, President Trump promised to cure AIDS and cancer during his next term. So, <laughs> oh, so did Biden, right? We're going to uh, be okay. Yeah, that's true. Biden also did mention. So now, now he's promising AIDS and cancer. Interesting. <laughs> he'll well, fuck hey, it up you know. and it, it, they'll co- he'll, instead of, uh, you know, curing both, he'll end up like a medical lab accident and combining them both, <laughs> creating super AIDS. Like yeah, you just you, like I'm sorry, you've caught cancer AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and it'll be airborne too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, speaking of imperialism and in um, you know south of us, Jules, I saw you posted a thing on Facebook today about uh, the U.S. just flew a drone into Venezuela airspace. Yeah, this is the second time they've done it, and then they tried to say that. Um, you know, Venezuela was coming too close to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, like, they, what, they did the put country their country move? too close to our drone. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is wrong with the that? Tectonic plate was moving the country uh, three centimeters per year closer to our, our drone. Uh, They're just strip, always so. escalating by 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 constantly encroaching on our on our drones, which are right off of their border. Like, what are they doing? God. Um. Yeah, it, it's just pathetic. I mean, it, I, I don't know who they think they're fooling at this point, but. Yeah, I, I, I read that little the, the the press release put out by Venezuela's military, uh, and basically like the, this they referred to it as an imperial uh, incursion into their airspace. They used the word imperial. <laughs> That's awesome. In there. That's great. <laughs> I fucking love, love that. Love those dudes. But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I think we pretty much covered everything we wanted. To, anything else from the debates you wanted to talk about? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Did we talk about everybody? There might have been well, a couple. We didn't, of, we didn't we talk didn't about, have, like, 
Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. We didn't talk about the interviews after. Oh, I didn't catch those. Were were they awful? Um, so they interviewed Kamala Harris about like her de- her oh, debate yeah, performance, yeah, yeah. and uh, she basically called uh, Tulsi Gabbard a sadist <laughs> and said she was basically right. just like spewing Russian talking points. And ignored all of the criticisms that uh, Tulsi made about her. Like, didn't answer any of those questions. Yeah, so t- typical. Uh, by the way, yeah, you fucking coward. Like, you couldn't say that to her face. You had to say that, like, when you were, you know, it, it's like waiting for the bully to walk away and then be sure. like, yeah, fuck well, you. Like, yeah, she, like, didn't, yeah. she didn't think of it until one of her consultants told her to say it after yeah. the fact. Right. Until um, fucking Ian Sams, her fucking just right. whip whip crack uh, communications oh, director. That fucking egghead bald motherfucker. <laughs> I, I love how blatantly stupid that guy is. Ian Sams is one of my favorite. Ian Sams tweeted out my favorite tweet of 2016, uh, in which it was it was right after Bernie had won the primary in Hawaii by like 80%. Like 80, it was just massive landslide victory for Bernie in Hawaii. And apparently they, Bernie's team put out something like, oh, you know, we, we won the most diverse state in uh, the United States. And Ian Sams tweeted out, did the, did the Bernie Sanders campaign just refer to Hawaii as the most diverse state? It's only 2.3% black. Because <laughs> 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 oh, apparently that's Christ. only a criteria for diversity. Oh, my God. And it's just, it was, I thought it was a parody tweet at first. And then I realized, like, oh, this guy's actually just no, like, really total, total fucking Clinton diehard. Um, and, and I have a screenshot of that with it, like, labeled. So every time I see his fucking tweets, I'll, like, screenshot, you know, I'll just post that. <laughs> post that but I was like, dude, streets. you, you know, the, the only other tweet that I think is, like, even comes to that level of stupidity um, was, uh, I think it was Maddie Iglesias saying, where did Bernie get the idea he can win Michigan? Right, which was also just like the, like just the arrogance of that, but uh, so yeah, when I found out that Ian Sams was like now one of the comm directors for Kamala, I was like, oh my god, he's you're <laughs> fucked. He's gonna ruin you. Just wait till Sally Albright fucking comes in at the eleventh hour to do Biden's comms when Simone Sanders finally exhausts her fucking <laughs> the last remaining shreds of her shame and dignity. Like she finally, fucking... finally grows his spine again. Is like, you know what? I can't even do this shit anymore. Yeah, even I'm not this pathetic. But uh, no, that, that doesn't. I don't think she has a bottom. So we'll, we'll, we'll. I guess we'll find out. But um, yeah, I think we pretty much covered everything we want to cover. Um, Jules, you have any other observations from from this shit show? Um, well, Tulsi hit back at her after that, and it was actually really good too. She just like called her out and was like, um, you know, she didn't address any of the points and basically just like took a cheap shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's all she can fucking do because she can't. She every time she actually is pressed on her prosecutorial record, she's like, "I don't regret anything that I did. I did what I what I thought was the right thing to do as the you know elected DA of California, or the elected AG of California." So she's super fucking proud of everything she's done. So uh, when you look at everything she's done, let Steve Mnuchin walk after you know defrauding thousands of people. Uh, after receiving campaign contributions from him, you know, uh, d- argued in court that she shouldn't release people, at, uh, you know, early because it would deny the the state a source of prison labor, aka slave labor. <laughs> um, you know, argued uh, it didn't was had to be forced by law, by a court to release information uh, exculpating somebody who was wrongly convicted and put on death row. I mean, she's proud of all that shit. So, you know, 
that's if you want to elect a fucking psychopath <laughs> as as the, the well, Democratic this, nominee, then have at the it. The smear they love to throw at Tulsi that she's an Assadist, right? Because she didn't want us in a, a war creating you know mass casualties, uh, famine in Syria. That if if you're opposed to that, you're an Assadist. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if 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 Assad is promoting some ideology the way we would call you know if you're you know a Maoist. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like she just went there to talk to him about trying to to have peace, right? And and how to actually like take on ISIS in a way that doesn't like wipe out a bunch of civilians, right? Yeah. Uh, so the idea that if if she does that, that somehow she's a sympathizer, and we know how many times they've accused him of gassing his own people, uh, and, and it, you know Only it's be been investigated. It, it turns out like there was no gas attack at all. It was all a bunch of fucking staged bullshit. Um, by people who very much want to get rid of him, right? So in the in the timing too, like oh, we've almost gotten rid of all the ISIS people, you know, in our country, and now I'm going to go back to gassing people in my own country to in like rile up international tent. Like that, none of it makes any fucking sense, right? So when they throw that smear at her, it's it's it just reeks of like I don't know what I'm talking about. I just want to figure out a way to make her sound un-American and unpatriotic, even though she's you know the only one up there. With a military record who's decidedly anti-war, at least in many cases. But um, you know, I mean, last week we we were talking about her vote on the anti-BES bill. Obviously, trash. Very critical yeah. of that. So we're not just in the tank for her. I've seen a lot of people defend yeah. her for stuff that Absolutely she shouldn't. Not. But but that's you know, we should be able to say like, hey, she's correct on this and incorrect on that. Like th- yeah. that's what being an intelligent adult is in, in politics, I think. But yeah, so for Kamala to say, "Oh, she's an Assadist to uh, attack me on my," like they, Assad hasn't Syria has nothing to fucking do with the cases you tried in the state of California, right. right? So so drop that fucking you know false equivalency, right? Yeah, well that that Russia sounds didn't like... create your actual record, bitch. Like, <laughs> right. Fuck up. Russia didn't get know. Mike Brown killed in Ferguson, <laughs> you motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, that sounds like something a sod apologist would say. I got to be honest with you. Right? Well, <laughs> technically, Russia did uh, create Black Lives Matter, right? <laughs> Isn't that the talking point? Yeah, of course they created Black Lives Matter. They're they're the <laughs> ones pushing the fact that nobody in Flint has fucking drinkable water two and a half years later, five so year, rude, four years Russia. later. Oh God! Um, so yeah. many problems we didn't even have until Russia pointed them out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, we get to do this again next month, so that'll be fun. Um, <laughs> luckily, there's a much higher threshold, uh, so hopefully there won't be as much of a clown car. Right now, I think only seven people have qualified for that debate. Um, so, you know, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, still, we won't get to see Mike John. I still want Mike to show up with a bulldozer and just come in through <laughs> the fucking wall. <laughs> Just start flinging Molotov cocktails like the. Maybe he he he's driving the bulldozer, uh, you know, and then the kids are throwing the the fire bombs or something. I just imagine Mike Gravel riding in on a sandworm like at the end of Be- Beetlejuice and taking Joe Biden to fucking hell with him. You know, that'd be good good visual but, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think only like Bernie, uh, Biden, uh, Warren, Harris, Gillibrand. And like two others have qualified, so so it'll be a much more like, or, or uh, uh, Beto and and Buttigieg, I think, are the other Ugh. two. You know, terrible, but you know that means all the fucking uh, just joke campaigns aren't even going to be still eligible. So actually, honestly, if that happens, they they'd have a real hard time even staying in the race, like because it costs a lot of money to stay in a race all the way until 
the next round of primaries. So their their grand strategy of like, hey, let's throw as many fuckers as we can at this thing to make sure Bernie doesn't win any of these states might not fucking work because I don't think any of these people are going to have enough money to sustain their campaigns for another right. year plus. Like, that's a lot of fucking... Well, and we've talked previously about how moving up the California primary may or may not be a huge... Backfire. Gift. Backfire, yeah. Because, you know, the presumption was like, well, this will help Kamala, right? Mm-hmm. But then she was polling so low that Biden jumped in. But, you know, if, if, if you've got a pretty even split between Warren and Sanders and Biden and Kamala, then, you know, it's, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It, it's going to be interesting for sure. Definitely. Um, by the way, the, um, I forgot to mention at the top, but Biden, when he was coming on stage, got caught on the hot mic. Saying, he, he went over and shook Kamala's hand and he goes, uh, go easy on me, kid. Yeah. He's such a fucking skeevy fucking like, Boom! Like he's just such a fucking skeeve, and and like you know, and I can't stand her, but I'm sure that moment she's like, "Yeah, motherfucker, I'll go real easy on you." Know, like she knew exactly what she was gonna do to him that night. Somebody did a meme of uh, the next debate, and it was uh, Kamala saying to Tulsi, "Go easy on me, kid." (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's fucking great. All right. Well, I think we hit everything we wanted to hit uh, on that debate, but uh, we will be back next week. Uh, to talk more. Uh, I also will have, uh, sorry to bother you, will be dropping uh, probably this weekend, maybe on Saturday or Sunday in that range. So that would be our review, on the feed. our uh, movie left review. Yeah, we didn't remake the... Sorry to Bother You and some <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> no, it's, the movie's like, been like, out for a year. Be kind, rewind, uh, like, like yeah, yeah. half ass version. <laughs> we had a lot of requests to uh, review that one. We also just did a review of uh, the. Tarantino film and Glorious Bastards. Um, I, I have a little bit of mixed views on Tarantino as a person, but I think that film, um, just for the, you know, pure cathartic Nazi killing spree that it is, uh, is a great film to watch. So we just put that up on the website uh, yesterday, I believe. So you can yeah, find that too. Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood, by the way, I saw that on Wednesday and I fucking loved it. It's really, uh, really highly recommend if you like anything Tarantino's done, or even if not, even if you like just like old like awesome funny like buddy comedies from like the 70s like it's a very in that vein so yeah. it, it it's a very it was like a real like it's a movie like hollywood doesn't make anymore like you know like they don't it's it's the kind of movie that got lost in the shuffle of like it, it it's not a fucking hundred billion dollar marvel movie and it's not like a two million dollar indie flick it's like a 50 million dollar like really fun interesting like you know original screenplay so well, isn't it isn't it about a the actor and a stunt double too yeah although i think yeah. they're like fictionalized but yeah but anyway it's good well so right, 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 that right if you like tarantino right, well, shit but maybe we'll review enough. that uh at some point so yeah anyway um if you want to support the show uh easiest way to do that is you can rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts that helps us out uh helps more people hear the show uh, you can follow us and share the show out from our SoundCloud page, sound, uh, soundcloud.com slash move left. SoundCloud. <laughs> yep, SoundCloud. <laughs> uh, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash move left idiots. Uh, we are on Patreon at patreon.com slash move left. Uh, we have merch over at tinyurl.com slash move left merch. Uh, I am on Twitter at move underscore left. Uh, I guess that's my cue. I'm on Twitter at Smut Collector. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I'm on Twitter at Spicy Socialista. 
Yep, and we will uh, catch you next week.